Welcome to the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast, bringing you open and honest conversations about resources in Tuscarawas County. Now here's your host, Jody Salvo. Hi, this is Jody Salvo. Welcome to another edition of the Tuscarawas County podcast. And this should be a really fun one today. I'm kind of excited about this. Um, we are talking to Jessica Sexton. She's uh, one of the youth youth facilitators for um, the Youth Advisory Board or Youth to Youth here in Tuscarawas County, um, an employee from Ohio Guidestone, and she's actually from my office, so it's kind of fun to have Jess here. And we also have Cohen Schwenk, who is from Dover High School, um, Dover Youth to Youth, and he's representing Dover in the Youth Advisory Board this year. So I just started with all that, but you guys will fill in all the pieces. So with that, Jessica, why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and... We'll, we'll start that way. Yeah. Okay. So again, my name is Jessica Sexton. Um, I've just recently been hired on at Ohio Guidestone um, to do be a youth-led facilitator. Can I just stop right there? I'm going to be interrupting today. Um, Jessica was a student in Youth to Youth. <laughs> how many years ago? Was uh, it four or five? Oh, longer than that because probably seven or eight when okay. I started. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, it really was a long time. It was a long time ago. So this is really fun for me <laughs> because there's no greater pleasure than watching a student come up through a program, not only doing it so well, um, but then to be able to come back and then just work with the students um, because you did such a great job in high school. Um, when we had an opening a position, I was so excited because you were the first person I thought of like, oh, this will be fun. So anyways, yeah. go back to... Oh, yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Uh, yeah, so I did um, Youth to Youth. I started out in Dover my freshman year. It was your freshman year. Yeah, and uh, continued all through high school um, and kind of trailed away through college. But in high school, I also did YAB, which is our county um, the, where all the leaders come together, and that's a uh, group Cohen is a part of. Um, and then I also was a part of OILPN, which is our state board. Okay. Uh, youth representative. So, so YAB is Youth Advisory Board. How many schools are involved? Six. Six districts. Mm-hmm. And so you have students from six districts here in Tuscarawas County. Yeah. And OYLPN is Ohio Youth-Led Prevention Network. And, and tell us what that's about. So that's bringing leaders all across the state coming together to do um, their most like commonly known uh, event is the we are the majority event the rally that's down yeah. in columbus and so they have what two thousand students and you and were on stage on that one oh year. yeah, yeah it was. Was i was i the wave <laughs> that was the like the peak <laughs> but it's it's bringing forward different concepts and different um things that we see uh that we saw at the time that needed addressed so there was mental health um struggles that we saw throughout our state with our youth uh we saw that there was um drug addiction and we saw that that was on the rise and that is still the case here in Ohio that it's opioid addiction and drug addiction is really high here sure sure and so just kind of trying to bring other youth along and show that there are youth that don't want to participate in these things and it's the majority of the youth. absolutely absolutely um I'm I'm just also going to tout on the work of the youth-led prevention here in Tuscarawas County um, because we've been privileged to have some really strong leaders. Actually, I think you were the first one on OYLPN, but we've had quite a few um, here from Tuscarawas County that were pretty powerful instruments at a state level. So um, it's just been fun that our youth, the youth in the districts, 
then we have youth leaders at the Youth Advisory Board, and those, those youth leaders end up being kind of picked up at a state level and able to do some pretty neat conferences and speak engagements across the state. So super fun. Yeah. So Youth Advisory Board, OILPN, and then what are you doing now? So now I go through different schools, um, and we're just leading some of the youth-to-youth groups that are still kind of functioning with all this covid mumbo jumbo that's going on um but we i primarily work with our yab group and that's all virtual pretty much um and that is all uh, students from most of our different schools so cohen's a part of that um we have a a decent group um it can be it can range from like three to 15 um of students who we come together we are tackling different things that come up each month um, and so primarily this month is Red Ribbon, um, Red Ribbon Week that's, that's yeah, coming yeah. up. That starts tomorrow. Um, and yeah, just different events like that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. From Jess, let's go over to Cohen. Cohen, it's great to have you here. Um, how long have you been involved with the Youth to Youth? Uh, I've been um, on the mentoring team for, this is my third year. And you're, st- what, what grade are you in? I'm a junior. Okay. Awesome, because I knew you weren't a senior yet, and yet yeah. I know we've worked with you, or you've worked with us, um, been a really active participant of Youth to Youth and Youth Advisory Board for a couple of years. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, once again, I am Cohen Schwenk, as Jody said, and I go to Dover High School. Um, I'm kind of a guy who's all over the place doing different stuff, but one thing is for certain, uh YAB needs me or why do I needs me, then I'm definitely going to try to be there. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your experience over the last couple of years with Youth to Youth or Youth Advisory Board. Um, well, I will say my experience with Youth to Youth and mentoring has been nothing but positive. We've been spreading a positive message to kids all over the middle school and going in and hammering on the fact that drugs are bad and drugs are not okay and everything like that yeah and we've been doing it in a fun and proactive way that isn't invasive uh, for kids so i'll just let our listeners know each of the why to why groups in those individual schools all kind of work differently they look differently but dover's big thing for quite a few years has been mentoring so the youth to youth group tends to normally not in a covid year um, go down to the middle school for six weeks at a time a couple times a year and just meet with students after school, right? Uh, yep. And what kind of topics and stuff? That's always been fun. Oh, uh, we usually go over um, like marijuana facts, cigarette facts. Uh, we go over some bullying topics and some how to reach out to people. Yeah, pretty neat. Decision-making stuff, too. Yeah, we, yeah. we go over decision-making a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you? advisory board uh youth advisory board has been kind of a blast with all these like projects and being able to meet new people it's really more community focused and i think that's what we need to tackle nowadays is the community instead of just schools yeah because the opioid epidemic in ohio isn't just it isn't just students it's also adults sure and although we're aiming at students if we aim for the community, we can have a broader audience. Sure, sure, sure. So what's been your favorite project you were involved with over the years? Oh, um, 
I would actually say my favorite project has been the mentoring. Okay. Mainly because it's just kind of fun to do these little activities with the kids and teach them how to deal with these situations and how what to avoid. We love watching you guys mentor because you all have made much more difference than the adults do going into the schools. I mean, they look up to you guys. You guys are high school students making healthy decisions and y'all are cool and and relevant and things that we might not be. So and if we, I if I could reflect on that and actually do want to say this, uh, for those in the audience who are maybe older or maybe don't get why uh, kids don't really look up to adults as much as they do their youth, it's because those of similar age levels or close to similar age levels are seen as cool because they're more relatable. They've been through similar things. As adults have been through more things, but growing up, they've been through different situations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thank you for doing the mentoring. I think clearly you guys do a great job and it makes a difference. So thanks for that. I believe so as well. Neat. Okay. Want to talk today about Red Ribbon Week because, as you said, it starts tomorrow. Yay! Woohoo! Why don't you guys <laughs> tell us uh, what Red Ribbon Week is, what it means? Uh, Red Ribbon Week. Um, the origin of it is. Um, uh, can someone lend me the name? Kiki. Uh, yeah. Kiki Ki- Enrique. Enrique. Camarina, right? Camarina, yeah. Kiki uh, was an officer fighting against drugs and he sadly passed away while on duty, uh, preventing the drug abuse in America. And the local people started wearing red ribbons to um, honor him and his fight against drugs. And since then, it has spread nationally. And nowadays, we celebrate Red Ribbon Week. Right. And what does it mean, Red Ribbon Week, or symbolize, or what are some of the efforts? Either one of you. Uh, a lot of it is just drug awareness. Okay. Drug awareness that's in your community, um, that it can affect anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, he died, um, unfortunately being tortured by people who were selling drugs. Um, And so, so much of that is this stuff can affect anyone. It can be in any family. um, And just to not, I I think some of it is to break down the stigma around it. Um, In schools, that that makes it a bite-sized piece to talk about it. Um, And then, yeah, to to, um, show respect to the family. Cool. So what are we doing here in Tuscarawas County for Red Ribbon Week? Or what are y'all doing? Uh, well, the first, uh, one of our first things that we had to do uh, was get the commissioners to signify that it was Red Ribbon Week. So a group of representatives from the YAB community, uh, myself, Jess, and a few other people went down to the commissioners and uh, told them kind of what we're telling uh, the audience here, um, what is going on, uh, what we're doing, what our mission is, why Red Ribbon Week is important how we're reaching out to the community and asking them, Hey, can you please declare it red ribbon week? Nice. And they do. They're a great group of guys, aren't yeah, they? they are. Oh yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're fun. So supportive. They really are. So the commissioners did a proclamation. What earlier this week was it? Yeah, week? that was, it was uh, Monday. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Cool. So, and I heard you on the radio or was that, I heard a lot of people on the radio. This yeah, week, they, so. I think they interviewed all the students, correct? Uh, afterwards, uh, an interviewer came up and interviewed um, all the students that were there and also interviewed Jess. Me. 
Yeah, I heard y'all. I think I was listening to WTUZ this week. Yep. Heard w- quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, commissioners did the proclamation. You guys um, provided some information education on radio this week. Yeah. Um, and I heard they are writing the lighting the courthouse up red. They are this later week. this week. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So if anyone's driving downtown, Tuscarawas County, New Philadelphia, you see a red courthouse, that's... Um, to commemorate Red Ribbon Week this I, week. I will yeah. say it'll be a good transition to Christmas. All they have to do is add green. There you go. All right. Very good. <laughs> so what else? Anything else y'all are doing? Oh, yeah. So yeah. we have all different kinds of schools who are picking and choosing kind of what they want to do. So Tusky Valley is doing a lot of decoration of their own classroom doors. Okay. And they're a pretty small group, but they've already done a few. And that's yeah. really encouraging to yeah, see. Yeah. Um, TCC has a pretty large group. And so they're having a dress down day. And whether we're putting stickers on them, we've been working with the youth to youth group there. So dress down day is a big deal when you wear uniforms. Exactly. I've, I've exactly. heard that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so uh, they've actually had announcements. Um, we have a pretty big leader there, um, Brock, who has been um, just, I think with a few other students every day, just putting out things about Red Ribbon Week. Um, and then our big project that YAB is putting on okay. is decorating Alandis's door. Um, okay. And so with Red Ribbon Week, one of their big things that they do is a door decorating contest where winning school or winning participant gets. And this fa- is a nationwide. This is a nationwide contest. Uh-huh. Okay. And if it's a school event at that point, you the winning school gets an iPad, which is like really cool. Um, and then a thousand dollars for their school. And that's just really cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so instead of doing separate doors this year and having each school vote and, you know, you might get a few, you might even get a chunk, but that's probably not going to win nationally. So we decided to kind of band together um, YAB members and they're all decorating Al's door and all the votes. We're going to try and push it towards Al's so door. So six school districts are represented. Yeah. Doing- Commissioner Landis's door. Absolutely. And hopefully our community as well. Yay. I hope so. <laughs> so you guys will decorate that when? Tomorrow. Okay. Well, at like four o'clock. Yep. Cool. And how does the community or whatever vote, support this? How, how do you guys win? Because Tuscarawas County wants to win this year, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We, we want to win. Okay. Yeah. So I think a lot of voting will be online. That voting doesn't actually start until November 1st. Okay. Um, so you'll have to kind of wait for those things to be posted. Um, I think that those details might come out a little bit later. Okay. I've not seen a whole lot on how to vote for okay. those, but I think that would be on the website there. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I do, I do want to add uh, the audience doesn't just get one vote. They get multiple vote. votes. Yeah, multiple votes. Like, one a day, I believe, is the count. I think so. Yeah, vote one, all the time, one, people. One a day for an entire <laughs> week. And uh, yes, if you're listening to this and you're part of Dover City Schools, kind of need you out there. Okay, there you go. <laughs> calling out Dover. Whoa. Come on, come on Dover. You yeah. can do it. Yeah. Big news calling you out right now. Dover's pretty good at coming to the Dover play. is really yeah. good. At, I mean, I, uh, I came from Dover, so it's yeah, they come to the play. And I want to win. So um, I think you probably could get them on board pretty easily. Oh, yeah. There Super supportive. Neat. So, okay, those are some things for Red Ribbon. Anything else you want to just kind of talk about with Youth Advisory Board, COVID, um, substance use, prevention, any of that kind of stuff? Uh, I do want to talk a little about why to why. Okay. And- um, just kind of stated out there that um, Y2Y is not going away. We are 
just temporary taking a break due to COVID okay. for the safety of others. But next year, once we can have regular meetings in person and um, can do all that stuff, we're going full swing back into the swing of things nice. with yeah. help from Jess at Dover, at Philly, at any school in Tuscarawas County. We're going to be in back in the full swing of things. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you think students are struggling with decision-making, self-esteem, substance use during COVID? Because I, um, I, I know adults are having a hard time. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can say that uh, pretty much for certain that, yes, um, there are students out there who are struggling with decision-making, struggling with COVID, yeah. um, messing up their schedules, st- um, struggling with drug abuse, and as multiple times we've discussed in why do I um, people are getting easier access to this because they're not in school they're okay. at home so they have more time to do it not not saying to completely take up your kids time yeah but, yeah but um, just be wary that just be aware yeah. so let me just ask you do you think there's more access because substances are found in the house or you can order online or how does that happen that I, there's an increase or I think it's just a lack of because while you're in school, there's a limited amount of stuff that you can do. Like you can't go out and, you know, search for drug dealers. Because you're kind of busy and Yeah, you're busy in school. It like shifts your focus enough to like keep you off. So too much free time is not a friend. Is that what yeah, you're kind of saying? Too, mu- too much free time, lack of a hobby. Yeah. I think there's a lot to, that plays in with being lonely. Um, and just social isolation, just like the act of actually not being able to go out and do something. Sure. And uh, I mean, buying drugs in person is a reality, but there is a lot of, you can buy online. It's not hard. Yeah. Um, and so just like with students being home, um, I think a lot of it that plays into it is mental health. And I think that's something that um, YAB members are hoping to pursue next month. Okay. Um, yes, we want to tackle this substance abuse, but there also is this factor of there are so many people who are very, very isolated right now and that's affecting mental health. And sometimes there, there is that need to be not, not with people necessarily, but a community and not having that can lead to. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I think a lot of times, you know, substance use is really, stems from a root cause absolutely and that root cause can absolutely be depression anxiety social isolation any kind of mental health sure yeah i feel like there's three big things that can cause someone to um go into drugs that would be misinformation sure peer pressure and depression and loneliness those are like the three biggest that i've seen i would even throw in boredom i would throw that in as a fourth just yeah. genuinely not having anything to do like okay. with rural yeah. communities. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you even have one, let alone multiple of these sure. things, it can yeah. seriously throw you off. Yeah, for sure. I think those are really important reasons. So what um, can adults, community members, parents, what, how can we help? Invest in your students, okay. spend time with them, check in with them. What do you think? Uh, yeah, just, um, reach out to your students, see what um, your students are doing. 
uh, don't be a helicopter parent. Of course, I advise against that. But like, <laughs> just but just check in with your student. It's like, hey, how's it going? You know, what are you doing? And it's like, also like maybe plan some family activities. Like going putt putt. I believe some putt putt places are still open, yeah. although Tusk yeah. just went into red, so I'm not sure about that anymore. Yeah. Um, but you could also just sit down, watch a movie. Sounds good. You could stream. So you're kind of giving parents permission to know, even if your kid acts like they don't want to do stuff, they probably do. Uh, yeah, I will say, um, it's, I just want to call out all the parents, um, right now and say that, uh, if you think your child is the perfect child and wouldn't do a thing, you know, I'm calling you out right now. There's a, there's still a chance they're doing drugs. Yeah. Like, like that pers- kids like get better and better as they grow older of putting up a facade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you need to check in with your kids, like not break down that facade, but try to like get to know them truly. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that because I think sometimes adults just don't understand what substance use looks like today. Because it looks very different. Um, The devices, the substances, they're very easy to conceal. Um, It just looks differently. And and anybody can use, I mean, whether you're an adult or a young person. But, you know, the environment's very different than what it used to be in years past. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. And I think some of that, um, just encouraging parents and encouraging parents, uh, community members who have uh, who are involved in churches, especially churches, you have a really cool opportunity to love on some of these students um, just by sitting down and having coffee with them, yeah, yeah. sitting down and teaching them something um, and giving them an alternative thing to do. It doesn't have to be this big, complicated problem that we're fighting on it can genuinely just be a connection um and that's definitely what has encouraged me is just having wonderful people like connie you kim caitlin who have just poured in and and yeah i think having those stability partners are are, can help a lot of people yeah look on and i watch you like all you youth leaders um one thing i have learned over the time is the more we expect, you guys always rise to the occasion. You usually exceed what we think you can do. And I'm sure that helps, you know, having adults that create spaces for you guys to thrive. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, with the tools that we can get, with the space we need to do it, we can do over, it. Yeah, we can do a lot of things. Yeah. And I guess another thing is the motivation is not really needed. Because you guys are providing us with the motivation that's helping out the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And snacks. But mostly helping out. <laughs> but mostly helping out with the community. Please and know we're very not mindful of the snacks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> we know food is important. Uh, but yeah, that motivation of helping out our peers or helping out those in the community is a really big drive for a lot of us of just going at it. Yeah. I love that you say that because I don't know if adults always realize how great your generation is. Like your generation really, and I've said this for years, you guys care about other people. I think more than a lot of other <laughs> generations did. You know, I always see it. It's you guys kind of want people to be genuine, authentic, 
you like justice. I mean, I, I know that's a broad statement, but I see that your generation really is about, they don't, y'all don't tend to judge other people and you want everyone to do well and you're willing to step up and, and be some of those solutions, which is super exciting for me because when I watch you guys go from freshmen to seniors and then think, oh my goodness, you guys are going to, you're changing the world already. And it's, it's just fun to think about how you're going to be used in the future. So that's super fun. Let's say what, anything else you guys want to add about Youth to Youth? Red Ribbon Week? Wear youth red and group? vote, people. There you go. Yeah, wear, wear red. And vote for the door. We'll have information out on Facebook and social media, probably oh, in the yeah. newspaper coming out. Well, listen, I want to thank you guys for coming today and just sharing a little bit about the Youth Advisory Board, the work in the community. You guys are making a difference. And and I, I personally appreciate it. I know our listeners appreciate um, all y'all do. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, well, thanks. thanks. Yeah, thank you for giving us on. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Please follow us on Facebook and visit our website at adctusk.org.